what kind of life do you want to have? And then make it. I really believe in working out and reading. So it's super essential to have your mindset on lock. Oftentimes there's one to three things a day that if we just did those things and it'll take you on average like two to four hours to complete for the entire day. If you did those things and nothing else, you'll still actually make progress in your life and on your business. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Eight Figure Agency Show, where a successful entrepreneur and a soon-to-be successful entrepreneur help you build an eight-figure agency by documenting our successes and our failures. Awesome, man. I'm excited about today's episode. So have you ever, Derek, I'm going to ask you a question. Have you ever felt like you're in a room and there's all these plates spinning and you're trying to keep them all spinning, right? So you have to like wiggle the stick and you're keeping the plates going and you got like 20 of them in this room, right? And then right when you get them all spinning really good, you're like, oh yeah, I got these other two rooms over here full of plates. I need to run over there because it feels like all those plates are falling down and you're just running room to room to room and plates are, feels like plates are falling everywhere. Do you ever feel like that in your business? Never. It's never felt like that. (laughs) It's never happened to you, man. (laughs) Never. Never. <laughs> yeah, so, Definitely never. So Almost this, a daily thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a regular thing for entrepreneurs. And the, and the reason for this is because we're inundated with so many things. Not just not just our business, but the people in our business, the clients, the, their stuff that they're going through. How are we going to market? How are we going to get more sales? How are we going to keep our clients? How are we going to provide a service? And it, it's just never ending. It's We have limit, like unlimited amount of things and fires to be uh, to be put out. And so it feels like it's never ending. So today I want to talk about how to get mental clarity in those times. We have a lot of other episodes on how to fix the fire. So you're not in fire mode, uh, firefighter mode, but you're, you're more proactively solving problems, uh, through, through the, uh, through the lens of, uh, um, restraints. And we've talked about that before, but today I just want to talk about how to get mental clarity and some things that I've done some things that you've done and uh, that that have that have helped. Yeah, no, I mean, one thing I think the biggest takeaway I've had when, when building my company has been ninety nine percent of things rely on my mindset. So it's funny, like oftentimes the mindset I have going into it will affect how my team performs, you know, the work that my team gives, how I perform the work that I give, and that's reflected on the entire company. So it's super essential to have your mindset on lock. And there are certain little tricks that you can do, like little secret not secrets, but just tricks in general, yeah. right? That you can implement in your life and in your work-life balance, not work-life balance, but in your style of work that could really help you. So Gary, why don't you take us away with you know the, the point number one there, what could actually help? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you one that saved me five hours of mental clarity a day. Five Ooh. hours. So I went into my phone uh, phone recently and I looked in my phone screen time. If you, if you have an Apple, you can go and look at your screen time. My screen time got up to 12 hours a day. And keep in mind, I'm in meetings all day too. So I'm in. So here's what's happening. I'm in meetings. I'm partially in the meeting and I'm partially working on my phone and going through things, right? And that's horrible because it, it, it actually creates more confusion. You're not yep. present in the meeting. The people in the meeting can tell you're not there. Plus you're kind of halfway doing things on your phone too. It's really bad for everything involved. So I did something. I did something radical that saved me five hours a day on my phone. I want you to think about that five hours a day. Now it didn't save me five hours of time because I was double dipping, right? It Mm. saved me five hours of mental clarity. Now, most people Mm. do not have the willpower to do this. I'll just say that right up front. I didn't for a long time, but I finally just did it. I deleted all my social apps on my phone and I deleted, except for YouTube. If you count YouTube as a social app, I don't really look at it that way, but I deleted all the social apps on my phone 
and I deleted my email app on my phone. Wow. That's, I don't have the discipline for that. <laughs> that, that, no, that's, that's actually crazy. That, that's very impressive. So, so now let me, let me give you something that if someone says I can't delete it for whatever reason, then put a cap on your social media. So in iPhone, you can put a cap on how much time you're spending on each app and it'll actually shut it off. It'll say, Hey, you got five minutes left, whatever. So put a cap on it. So 30 minutes. Cause a lot of people say, Oh, I got to use it for work. Cool. Then you should be able to get your work done on it in 30 minutes. But what you know, and I know what happens, Derek, we mindlessly scroll instead of doing the hard thing that we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think for me, and I struggle with this a lot, I get massive anxiety. Just like, I'm like, oh, did I miss this message? Did I check that message? I truly struggle with it sometimes, and I have to like catch myself. I'm like, if I don't reply right now, it's not the end of the world. Like, I'm busy. I have other stuff I have to do. But for some reason, I get so flustered and need to reply, and it goes hand in hand. Like, you said you deleted your emails app. Like, that's crazy. Let me ask you this. Did you delete Slack on your phone and no, Discord? I still have Slack. Still have yeah, Slack. Yeah, no, I still have Slack. Yeah, and so here's and so people always ask me like, how do you respond to emails? How do you go on social media? I do it on my desktop. I have it for several hours a day. Now I have a hack on on the email side. I have a, an executive assistant, and she watches my email twenty four seven. She mm. curates the emails. She tells me if there's an emergency. She she takes the tasks from the emails and puts them on my calendar for me. So I figured out a whole another level of time management on that side. That's amazing. That saved me three three at least three hours a day that one thing um, that I just explained of time of actual time, not mental clarity, but that's, but that's a little bit, you know, that's a little bit different. There's, there's levels to this. I, w I would definitely say deleting social media has been huge. My mental clarity has gone through the roof. Me being present in the meeting is through the roof. And I went from about 12 hours of screen time a day down to seven hours. I think I might be able to get it down to like six hours. I'm kind of playing a game right now with it. So that's, that's where I'm at. Yeah, my screen time is pretty high as well. And probably I would, if I had to venture an educated guess, I think a lot of people listening to this probably have really high screen time as well. But, you know, Gary, it's interesting you said that, you know, in terms of uh, hiring, you know, a person, an assistant to do that. A lot of people don't have the ability to do something like that, right? As they're just starting out. Like you said, there's levels to it. And obviously that's like some of the, one of the top levels. It's very efficient. Like I work with, you know, Perry all the time and it's amazing, right? It gets stuff scheduled really quickly. But... One interesting thing that we actually came up on the recent Rise Mastermind of the Agency Growth Engine Mastermind Group, which is always linked down below, by the way. Uh, what One thing that came up, and, and you and I were talking about it, was the value of time blocking and something called your most important task. Or yep. Actually, I heard a guy named Brandon Turner say that from Bigger Pockets. It was your most yep. important next step or mince. And this changed my life because what it taught me, and, and, and Gary, you know, you, you'll dive into it as well momentarily, but it, it, it taught me that... Oftentimes, there's one to three things a day that if we just did those things, and it'll take you on average like two to four hours to complete for the entire day, if you did those things and nothing else, you'll still actually make progress in your life and on your business. Yep. And a lot of yep. people get bogged down by the daily things like the spinning of the plates when they don't realize that all they need to do is those three things rather than get bogged down. Yep. So talk to us well, a little about get, that. We get anxiety though. So here's where the anxiety comes in with that. I got my big three things done, but did I pay my mortgage? Yep. Did I... Did I, did I make sure my power bill is paid? Did yep. I you know, walk the dog? All these little things that we have to do. So here's, here's how you actually deal with that. And it's, it's just building on top of what you just said. So this is, again, talking about mental clarity. Time blocking everything. Mm. No to-do lists yep. are toxic. Unless, unless you just have a small to-do list and you're, you're, you're not in business, then fine, do to-do list. But for entrepreneurs that have huge long to-do lists, Everything should be time blocked and on your calendar. There should be no list sitting next to your desk of all these different things you have to do. And here's why. 
you're not uh, contributing time to them. You have a, 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 a 10 minute task, a 30 minute task, an hour task. Some are creative, some are tactical, some are, uh, are more, uh, uh, you have to dive into the weeds, administrative. Like you can't have all those things just in a list and just bang through them. Your brain doesn't work that way. And you're not, you're not actually, you, and then you feel defeated because you didn't get done with your list, mm. but it wasn't possible to get done with your list. You had two hours to do your list and it was a five or a 10 hour list. So taking everything and time blocking it, everything that yeah. don't have a to-do list. I love that. Cause I think that the value in that is actually adding, you know, the additional layer of time to how long that task is going to take. So like, even yeah. if someone had a to-do list, if they just took the step of, Hey, this will take 10 minutes, this will take 20 minutes, this will take an hour. That in and of itself is already more progress because, Hey, you know, I need to prioritize these bigger tasks because they're going to take longer and they move the needle more. So Gary, let me ask you this. What would you recommend? Like what's the um, level in which people evolve in it? Cause I've started with using to-do list. I've actually just, it's funny enough, never really used it recently started using like my notes app on my MacBook to make a to-do list. It's helped a ton. And now I'm kind of starting to move more towards time blocking where before my calendar was just meetings and then a lot of gaps in between where I would go to my to-do list. And now I'm like, wait a minute, if I just set recurring tasks, it's like, Hey, content review meeting, uh, you know, team meeting, like that type of stuff, it would actually help a lot more. What's the, you know, progress there. Yeah, no, you're, you're hundred percent on track. Cause I started with to-do list too. I used to have yeah. no to-do list. It just felt I felt cluttered everywhere all the time, you know, and then moved to paper, moved to digital. And then eventually I moved to time blocking. And so everything goes in my calendar. So I would just challenge you, put everything on your to-do list, put it on a calendar. If it's recurring, then just make it recurring. And then the other thing that you can do, the next level to that is taking days where you don't have meetings. So taking one day a week, you can start there. You mm. can, you, or you can even start with half a day a week. I like Fridays because that's the easiest day for me to not have meetings. Most people don't want to meet on Friday anyways, right? So I have no meetings on Fridays. And then what I use that for is all my creative stuff that I have to do. Anything creative, anything that's going to take like two hours of coming up with just ideas and I don't really know what direction it's going to go. Because what's really hard, Derek, is that if you're in a meeting and you're like, okay, let me figure out the finances of my company. Then I'm going to go to another meeting and it's, you know, let me come up with all these ideas around creatives. And then you're going over to another meeting that is, is, is a totally different part of your brain. That's that it's really hard to do that. Yeah. And so I, I have found that you have to start actually segmenting your calendar. So I do most of my podcasts on Monday. So I just come in, I'm always excited, brand new week, get all my content done. Sometimes I'll shoot five podcasts on, on Monday and just boom, it's done. That's and on legendary. Friday, I'm doing all my creative stuff. So everything that's creative that like I need to do a proposal. Now, what also leaving your Friday open or leaving a day open, if there's an emergency meeting where people are like, I have to meet and I don't have a lot of time to do that, then I just put it on Friday. Like, hey, sure, we'll put it on there for you. But typically, I try not to take meetings on those days. I love that so much. And I'm going to slightly transition here because I want to get your take on this. This has been a trending topic um, that I've been discussing with some friends of mine as well. And uh, it kind of resurfaces itself like every three to six months. And a lot of people struggle with it. I struggle with it myself too sometimes. So let me, let me kind of paint the picture here. Number one, recently listened to a podcast with Lex Freeman and Mr. Beast. So I don't know if did you, did you listen yeah, to that show yet? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So it was amazing. And the reason why it was amazing is because it literally applied to exactly this topic, which was we have a high achiever who's literally achieving at the highest level possible, obsessed with his craft, right? Yep. But at the same time, he's sitting there and saying, 
listen, I'm a human. If I, I obsess seven, eight days, but then day nine and take the entire day, I don't touch a single thing. Yeah. He crashes. Hearing that from Mr. Beast was truly, really reassuring after the two yeah. burnout episodes we made, right? What's your take on this in terms of high achievers needing, not wanting to, but needing to take a break and step back? Do you believe in that or not so much? Well, yeah, for him, he had to take a break. He had to take a break. His body's forcing him. That's what he's saying. So I don't think there's, if you enjoy and love what you do, Derek, I don't think there's anything wrong with working, but you're, you have to, if you want to be at the highest level of creativity, you have to take a break. Think of it this way. I think of it like working out. Let's say that you want to become really good at deadlifting. Have you ever done deadlifting before? You know what that is? Mm -hmm. Okay. So deadlifting. Okay. So to do deadlifting, you have to train and do it a lot and you have to lift a lot of weight. Sometimes you have to do more reps. Sometimes you have to do, you have to max out and, and you, what you can do to hack it is you can deadlift every day. So start your workouts, every workout with deadlifting. And there's a lot of health benefits to doing that. But eventually you have to take a break and let those muscles rest if you want to level up because your body will stop you from continuing to progress. At first you'll have massive growth and then you have to rest the muscles for a couple days and then you can do it again. So that's, it's no different with work. You know, I have to defer to you here for, for this other part of the question because I'm not at that level yet, right? But like I see online and I kind of grew up, you know, as a much younger person coming up to like the Gary Vee hustle culture, grind, 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 grind. And that's a big reason why I didn't go to school either because that was my mindset, right? But when I actually started working, I realized that that is extremely counterproductive for me in my life. 100%. Is that because sometimes truly Gary, and I'm going to be transparent with everybody listening, right? I see sometimes and I feel like, am I working enough? Like I ask myself, like, am I doing enough? Sometimes I'll get up and I'll go back to work and then I'll catch myself like, but am I really being productive? Because I have like a list of tasks. Like I said, my most important tasks that I get done every morning, it's between seven and noon and afternoon is when I take all my meetings and typically sometimes like I'll have a free calendar afternoon I'm still working I'm still answering yeah. messages I'm so still here, let me help needle. you let me help you how to uh, to overcome that uh, please yeah I, I, yeah this is I, I struggled with the same thing because I could work 24 7 too right time block everything just time block so it. in the afternoon when you're done with work put it at whatever time you want you want it at six you want it to, you want to work till seven and crush it whatever at seven o'clock put I'm gonna now take my family out to dinner you know what I mean? And from mm. seven to nine, that's dinner time. And then train yourself to work off of your calendar. So now it doesn't feel like you're not working, like you're not, you're saying, but you're like, this is what I've scheduled to do. And yeah. then in, in the morning, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to work out. I'm going to eat breakfast. I'm going to, you know, do whatever else yeah. I need to do. And then I'm going to have my first meeting at this time. And you, you just time block everything and, and do it on the weekends as well. I've got to take it a little deeper though, Gary, because I'm not sure if, if we're hitting kind of where I was going with that. Because okay. what where I'm where I'm more sitting is I see these people like Gary Vee, like Patrick Bet David, hustle, hustle, hustle. Like I saw a video the other day, and Patrick Bet David's like, I can show you someone who's really going to win if I look at their calendar. And what he was trying to say was, if your calendar's not packed, then you're not actually going to win. So what yeah. did I do? I look at my calendar, and like I just said in the call, I use the to do list right now. I'm not at the time blocking. I'm going to make that change now. My calendar some days has meetings back to back till 7 p.m. And other days, my calendar has one meeting midday. So I'm like, oh, am I not going to be su- – this is not really what I think. But this is what goes through my head, right? Am I not going to be successful now because Patrick Bet David said that my calendar is not packed? Well, well, and a lot of that has to do with like sales, right? So if you're, if, you're, if you're a salesperson, yeah, if you want to make more money, you have more sales calls, right? And can you – do you have the fortitude to have eight sales calls eight hours in a row, right? And then still do all of your other three hours of administrative stuff. I'm not saying don't you, I've done that. Like I've lived there, but the goal is not to live there forever. Right? Like yeah. you, you can't work 
80 hours a week, every single week, forever. It's not sustainable. It's You, you just can't. So, and I'll, I'll prove it to you. Right yeah. now in China, there's a thing called the nine, uh, it's called 996. Have you ever heard of that? No. Okay, 996. Listen to this. It's very common in their tech startups over there. You work nine to nine, six days a week, 72 hours a week. It's really? Regular. It's a regular thing in China. It's called the 996 schedule. 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., wow. Monday through Saturday. And then you get one day off, and then you go back and do it again. And that's your normal schedule. Guess what happens? People kill themselves. People, <laughs> like, crazy stuff happens. There's yeah. all kinds of, like, uh, emotional and, and trauma and things like that. These aren't even entrepreneurs. These are people working for a company, right? Yeah, wow. So at least as an entrepreneur, you can hope for a bigger payout or a bigger thing at the end of the rainbow, right? And you, they don't even have that. So it's, it's, it's not sustainable. Now, with that said, if you love what you do, there's nothing wrong with work. If you say, hey, I want to work for 50 hours a week, that's my target goal. Great. Then block schedule 50 hours a week and aim for that. I hate that you so work much. For 60? That feels so arbitrary. Like, okay, you worked 50 hours, you worked 60 hours, but did you actually generate results? Did you actually move the needle? Did you actually help somebody? Like, I hate that so much. Yeah, you know, I think to drive this point home, I think for me, and I might be wrong, I might be naive, I'm really early, I don't know. But what I've seen thus far is that to me, and this is why I do what I do, because I love this so much, is I... I want to build my company my way, right? Obviously, that entails a lot of work, but truly, if I feel like taking a step back and going to the beach, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to the beach. Now, obviously, don't conflate. Like, don't, guys listening, don't misunderstand. Obviously, there's times I can do that. There's times I can't do that. Times that demand more from me, times that demand less than me. But I really hate that concept of the hustle, 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 because I don't think yeah. it's sustainable, like you're saying. Well, I hate I, it. Yeah, and I don't think it is either. And to me, like, Derek, for me, when you say, I, I live in Southern California, I live right next to the beach. I don't go to the beach. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't want to go to. The Honestly, beach. me I, neither. I hate the beach. I'd rather. <laughs> I'd rather work now. My kids. When my kids have basketball games, I like to go to their basketball games. So I schedule yeah. all that. But I time block that like months in yep. advance. I get the basketball schedule. Boom, yep. boom, 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 boom. I like to yep. have dinner with my family every night. That's block scheduled in. I and after my to do list, you know, or my block scheduled things, because I do a lot of my little cleanup tasks in the afternoon, I have a block scheduled at the end of the day, then I have dinner. And so if I'm it. not done with my checklist on my calendar, if something goes longer, guess what? Right after dinner, I have to come back up and do I the rest it. of my checklist because I need to get it done. So it's, 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 it, here's the way I want you to think about it. What kind of life do you want to have? And then make it. And that's going to give you the mental clarity that you want because you're working towards something. When you're working towards nothing or you don't know what you're working towards, I think that's what makes people feel on fire. Now, let me move into the, the, last, the last point on this because I think this is big. I really believe in working out and reading. You have to work out and you have to read. And I think that that helps your brain. It, at least it does for me. Every time that I don't work out, any day that I don't work out and then I try to work and then I, if I do that for multiple days in a row, it absolutely wrecks me mentally. Mm. Mm. So how do you then, fit that into your time blocking schedule? You're reading and you're working out. So I double dip. I try to double dip as much as possible. So as I'm working out in the morning, I'm listening to a book. Right now I'm listening to The Crux. And I sit there and I listen to it and I work out and it's, it's, I do it at usually somewhere around 7 o'clock a.m. I wake up at 6 a.m., I'm working out around seven o'clock, seven thirty, somewhere in there, and um, and yeah, and that's that. Every single Monday through Friday, every single day of the work week, I'm doing that. I love it. I love it. So listen, I mean, overall, Gary, it sounds like the key takeaway that I'm hearing is that 
when it comes to getting mental clarity, the, the main thing really is effectively, tactically speaking, is time blocking your schedule. Stay away from to-do lists, but time block it. Use your to-do list, but also, give it a time Don't split value. your attention, but don't mm. split your attention either. Mm. If you're trying to split your attention between having meetings and being on your app and, and, you, and you're not realistic, like here's what everybody said. Mm. I posted about this on social media and everybody was like, Oh no, I use TikTok for uh for for cooking recipes. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, cool. How many hours a day are you on TikTok for cooking recipes?" Yep. Right? Like, yep. It, 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 I get it. Like I there's I'm not saying there's not useful things there. I'm just saying that it sucks your attention away from Absolutely. everything else that you could be doing that is higher use of your time. Absolutely. No, it's huge. It's huge. Well, I mean, look, if you could delete socials, delete socials. If not, Gary, you said it. Set the time restrictions. You can do that right in your settings on your phone if you have an iPhone. I think Android has the same thing you could do there yep. as well. Set those time restrictions. Time block, time block, time block. To-do lists work, but they don't work as good as they can. You're saying stay away. Take your to-do list, put it on a calendar, give it a time value so you actually know what to do it. And the other thing that I think is an important takeaway, you mentioned, Gary, don't just time block your work tasks. Time block the stuff that's in your life as well. As a busy entrepreneur, you know we, we get caught up in the day-to-day, but if you time block when you're taking your family to dinner, when you're walking a dog, when you're hitting the gym and you're working out and reading like was point number three it's really important and i mean the last thing gary i think for anybody watching and listening and and i want to be the proof of this as well and i think you are already um we have to be able to create our own schedules to work for us and i think that when we focus too much on what works for gary v or for patrick but david or for gary bird right then what ends up happening is what we think it makes us feel guilty like oh i'm not working right now but hey you need to find a schedule that works for you. And I have to tell myself this all the time. And I think it's going to resonate with a lot of people watching and listening. Gary, anything else to add on the topic of mental clarity? Nope. I think building what you want, getting super clear on what you want. Uh, Someone told me last week, they were like, Oh, like the four hour work week, that book, you know, where you can go and you can live on the beach and just work for four hours a week. I was like, I would just go get eight jobs doing four hour work weeks. Right. Cause I, I can't sit on the beach. Yeah. So getting really clear on that. If you really want to sit on the beach, then do that. But if you say, I can't do that, I can't sit on the beach for four hours a day, every day, then what do you want to do with your time? And then block schedule that out. And if you can't get there now, if you go, I don't have enough money or I don't have enough resources, work like crazy so you can get to that. Work towards that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and listen, build the schedule that works for you because it's your life. It's your journey. And you should go follow the path that you want to do for yourself. And I I truly believe that. With that said, guys, if you're watching on YouTube, then leave us a like and a comment on your thoughts of the episode. Let us know some future episodes that you're interested in seeing and subscribe to the channel if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for spending 22 minutes with us here. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and check us out on TikTok, Instagram Reels, YouTube Shorts. Gary, I am very proud to say we are finally back on to daily content. We've fulfilled all the clips that we didn't make before on me story of the cobbler shoes if you know you know but um we're back we're back in it so i'm really excited about that and we have a lot of hot episodes gary and i have filmed what do we film like five podcast episodes the last week that's really abnormal that's like a month's and a week's worth of content for us because we film once a week but i'm really fired up because we got some fire content coming your way with that said guys thanks for watching listening and until next time